We open our story on a remote campsite somewhere in the woods at night, the trees lit only by the firelight. Two campers, a young couple, sat around the fire, chatting, roasting marshmallows, and sipping tea, unaware of what's about to happen. It's been too long since we camped out, so good to get away from the craziness of the city. I'm so glad you suggested it. I finally get a bit of alone time with you. They got closer to each other on the log they were using as a chair. Oh, feeling a little frisky? Mm, I might be. For now, let's just enjoy the fire and the night. Did you hear that? Probably just a raccoon. They won't come too close to the fire, right? Not usually. I think most animals don't like fire. That wasn't a raccoon. That sounded bigger, heavier. I'll bet it's just some kids messing around. Yeah, that's probably it. Hey out there, you're not funny. We can totally see you. Might as well go home. There aren't bears in this area, are there? Not supposed to be. Move quietly but quickly and get the gun out of the tent, okay? Okay, just be careful. What the hell is... Xander Brain Cinemas presents, in association with Screaming Beagle Productions, The Traveler, an audio adventure series. Starring Xander Jedgetts as The Traveler, Brynna Jedgetts as Tiffany Stewart, and Dave Jedgetts as The Narrator. Today's episode, The Legend of Bigfoot. After submitting her letter about The Traveler to the Daily Cryptid, Tiffany Stewart ended up with a job there. She was in her office meeting with a camping couple who were sitting across the desk from her. They were shaken and terrified. Let me understand. You saw Bigfoot in the foothills while camping? He came right into your campsite and attacked you? I know it sounds insane, Miss Stewart. If we hadn't both been there and seen it, I wouldn't believe it myself. I don't suppose you were able to get any pictures at all. Our phones were in the tent. We were just trying to relax away from technology for a change. We were lucky to get away with our lives. You can't imagine how big this thing was and so aggressive. It just charged out of the woods right at us. We weren't even being provocative, just minding our own business, roasting some marshmallows. Well, I believe you, for what it's worth. Though I have to tell you, many of the things that happen to you are unusual for a Bigfoot sighting. For one thing, there have never been any sightings in this area going back as far as written records. We've never heard of any dangerous wildlife around here at all. Not even bears or coyotes. Yes, that's another thing. Bigfoot isn't usually this aggressive. In most encounters, he prefers to stay away. Certainly there are fringe stories of them stealing food, but they don't like fire. It wasn't afraid of the stick I had with fire on it. The creature just slapped it out of my hand. If my girlfriend hadn't shot at it, I don't know what would have happened. Do you think you hit it? If it's wounded, it'll be much more dangerous. I, I don't know. It didn't like the sound of gunfire, that's for sure. I fired six shots at close range, and it turned around and disappeared into the woods so fast I couldn't believe it. We packed up and left right after the incident. I didn't see any blood, but I wasn't really looking. You came straight here after? Actually, we went right to the police, and they took a report, but I'm sure they thought we were crazy. Then we went to the Department of Natural Resources office here in town and told them. They were much more concerned whether or not we put out the campfire than a Bigfoot sighting. Could you find the spot again if you had to? I could tell you how to get there, but... We're never going back there. I understand. I have a friend, an acquaintance really, who helps me on cases like this. I'll see if he'll check it out with me. Thank you for bringing this to me. Tell me where the encounter happened. The young couple told Tiffany where Bigfoot was and then exited, leaving her to pick up her phone and dial a special number she was given by the traveler. Traveler, it's me, Tiffany. Do you have time to check something out with me? 
It may be nothing, but I've just spoken with two people who saw something that shouldn't exist. Half an hour? See you soon. Thanks. The Traveler and Tiffany made it to the campsite to investigate the situation. They examined the tent and surrounding area for clues. The Traveler scanned the forest area. What's so interesting over there? Hmm. That's the fifth time in ten minutes you've made that sound. Oh, well, I was expecting chroniton disturbance, but there's none. So you're mesmerized that there's no evidence? I didn't say there was no evidence. There's just no tetrion irregularities. You're doing that thing where you're just using futuristic jargon. The traveler rolled his eyes. Tetrions are involved in temporal displacement. Most of the situations I get myself into have some element of time travel. But there's no tetrion activity at all here. The traveler stood up and showed Tiffany the reading on his device. But look at the tesseract matrix. These levels are well beyond what you'd expect to see outside of a black hole or a neutron star. Even the neutrinos and the quarks are affected. Which means exactly... The only place I've seen this before is when I invented the door to everywhere. It's a complicated piece of technology and requires massive amounts of energy. But I can't think of any naturally occurring phenomenon that could generate this. Could it be misreading the chronoship? Well, no. When the door is closed, it doesn't generate any field. So how does this link to Bigfoot? I don't know about Bigfoot, but at some point in the last 24 hours, there was some kind of a gate to another reality. Maybe our boy came strolling through the rift? Yeah, but where is he now? I don't know. Possibly he went back through the rift. I wonder. On a whim, the traveler scanned the sky. Oh, very interesting. Take into account the redshift, factor in the distance, rotational axis of Earth, and... Aha! Care to share with the rest of the class? Pulsars. Did you study pulsars in school? I see by the look on your face that you did not. Basically, a pulsar is a store that, after it went nova, continues to spin after the star collapses. When it spins, it releases massive amounts of magnetic radiation. Okay, now I remember from astronomy class. It's like a giant lighthouse, so we only see it when it's facing us. Precisely. And, speaking of precision, they are extremely consistent. So much so that they are more accurate than the atomic clock. Now we take into account the orbit of the Earth around the Sun, and the Sun around the center of the galaxy. Then remember, the Earth has its own magnetic field. Now, let's assume that every so often, things line up perfectly to channel the magnetic energy in a very specific way, opening a dimensional gate, and let us assume that when this happens, life forms from alternate universes, minding their own business, happen to walk through one as easily as we walk through the door. But wait a minute, you said that pulsars keep very regular time. How come cryptid sightings are so random and spread out? Wouldn't we see them all the time everywhere? Ah, pulsars are very regular, but relative to the Earth, they're not always facing at the same time or in the same place when magnetic waves reach Earth. Besides, for all we know, it is happening all the time, but nobody happens to be strolling along when the rift opens. That would explain why we've never found any physical remains, because they go back to their own universe. But why do people describe such similar creatures? Wouldn't there be an infinite variety in, in the multiverse? Not necessarily. Maybe Bigfoot's universe has the most pliable walls, or similar frequency to Earth, or the most habitable atmosphere. Who knows how many species come through a rift and die instantly, or are destroyed by sunlight, or are eaten by native earthly animals. Bigfoot is spotted because he's obviously more robust. So why does he, or it, act so aggressively? He's probably scared. If his species are only partially intelligent, he may not be able to comprehend what's happening to him. 
From his point of view, there are strangers in his forest and he's defending his territory or is young. The creature in the Patterson-Gimlin film is supposedly female. Any way to predict when a portal will open? Without knowing which pulsar, and there are millions, there's no way to calculate it. The Traveler and Tiffany are quiet for a moment. You know, we do have a time machine and a recent sighting. Hmm. Dangerous. The people who came to your office didn't mention two time travelers at their campsite, which means we either aren't going back in time, or it's a split timeline. Well, after the campers ran away, we could have appeared and they wouldn't have seen us. Hmm. Works for me. Do you have exact information about the time they saw the Bigfoot? Within 15 minutes to half an hour. Right, let's get back to the ship and make the calculation. Two campers, a young couple, sat around the fire, chatting, roasting marshmallows, and sipping tea, unaware of what's about to happen. It's been too long since we camped out, so good to get away from the craziness of the city. I'm so glad you suggested it. I finally get a bit of alone time with you. Remember, we have to go unnoticed. I know. Our heroes stealthily made their way into the forest, trying to go unnoticed. The travelers scanned the area and picked up the same readings as before, but more so. He's here. They moved out of range of the campers, allowing them to stop whispering. Hey, I've been wondering, how come your Omni-Scanner is a handheld device? I assumed by your time you'd have an Apple Watch type thing. Well, those are available, but Space Fleet defunded my project, so I had to downsize to a much older model. Anyway, follow me. They finally spot the creature from afar. It was wandering around, getting more angry by the second. Whoa. Tiffany started to walk towards him when the traveler stopped her. Wait. Not until his interaction with the couple. <laughs> Quick, after him! Our heroes chased the Bigfoot for quite a while until they lost him. Where'd he go? I'm not sure. The traveler thought for a bit and then got an idea. A gate! You think he walked through one? I do. If I tune the Omniscanner to the matching frequency, I can rip open the portal and we can see what's inside. But won't that damage the fabric of something or other? Not if we're careful. I'm only going to keep it open for as long as we need, and only one of us should enter so we don't risk rupturing it. Ooh, can I do it? Well, okay, but be quick. Tiffany slowly entered the portal after the traveler opened it. Wait! What? You probably shouldn't bring your phone. The Omniscanner says the anomaly doesn't interact well with 21st century tech. Why do you think the Patterson-Gimlin film was so blurry? The electromagnetic frequency might uh, anger the rift. Okay, I guess I'll have to memorize what he looks like. Tiffany climbed through and found a forest that seemed almost exactly the same, the only difference being a tribe of Bigfoot. One of the creatures was frantically waving his arms as the others looked heavily confused. He must be trying to explain what he saw. That means they can communicate. Tiffany slowly walked towards Bigfoot, but she stepped on Twig. The creatures looked up startled. Hang on, I mean no harm. The Bigfoots backed up. Tiffany attempted to replicate the interaction she had seen before. Me am no bad. She moved her arms slowly. The creatures began to move forward. Me from other place want to help. Tiffany stayed for quite a while, gradually managing to get them to understand what was going on. Not everything, but enough. She came back through the portal and met up with the traveler. How was it? Pretty sure I just established diplomatic relations. Good. So while you were in there, I found a way to seal the rift. So we'll never be able to go back? I... I won't see Sassy ever again? Well, Sassy? It's what I named one of them, short for Sasquatch. Oh, okay. Well, to answer your question, no. My readings show there are plenty of rifts worldwide, and a lot of them probably don't even go to Earth Iota. What's Earth Iota? It's what I'm calling the Bigfoot universe. Figured I should start naming him. 
Anyway, you ready to say goodbye to the rift? I guess. The Traveler used his Omni-Scanner to close the space-time rift, and the two of them returned to the Chrono Ship. But the Traveler began to suspect something that day. Tune in next week to see if his suspicions are confirmed. The Traveler is a Xander Brain Cinemas production in association with Screaming Beagle Audio and Red Circle Podcasts. The Legend of Bigfoot was written by Xander and Dave Jedits, edited by Xander Jedits, and directed by Dave Jedits. Stay tuned for next week's episode, First Contact.